Well, hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of We Watch Shutter. My name is JD. Who's here with me? It's Michelle. It's always Michelle. This is oh, the second time me. we've started recording this episode, guys, because uh, uh, the shrewd amongst you will have caught on that we recorded a couple of them uh, early on, and then Michelle and I took a little holiday break, and we uh, can't remember how this show works. So, hi, I guess. Michelle, I didn't do you, say is... anything in the first take, so I am <laughs> offended that you think I don't know how the show works. Oh, wow. Um, okay, well, why don't you tell people anything. how the show works then, Michelle? Oh, uh, fuck. Go I truly, I don't remember um, anything. Okay, we <laughs> watch Shudder and sometimes we watch other things. Yeah, we watch Shudder. Yeah. Today we watch Shudder. Yeah. We got a... Uh, yeah, it's uh, look, you guys. If you haven't figured out what this podcast is about at this point, uh, I I don't know what to tell you. We watch movies, we talk about movies. We're talking about a movie today. It's December, guys. How the hell did that happen? I don't like uh, it. it. It's December. We're we're twenty four days away from Christmas. You excited about the holiday mm. season, Michelle? Uh, yeah, it just, it feels so weird because we're in the upper Midwest, which is famously cold. And today I wore shorts and no shoes to let my dog yeah. out on yeah, December 1st. Yeah, but it doesn't feel real. You know, I, 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 and like, don't get me wrong. I know that, uh, you know, the snow comes sometimes early, you know, sometimes even as early as, as Halloween and, and sticks around, but uh, it, it, people always think of December as winter, but man, I I promise you, come about the second week of January through the end of February, we're gonna be longing for that mellow start to winter. Like it's not even technically winter, winter yet, Michelle. We got like three weeks before I it's love, winter. I love winter. I I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan ev- for the all, most part all the time. Yeah, I love, I, I love snow. I I could do without the bitter bitter frigid cold that we get in those uh in those real lean awful deep winter days anyway we don't need to talk about that real life horror we can talk about movie horror uh what are we talking about today michelle it's a wonderful knife it's a wonderful knife what do you suppose that movie is kind of related to a really good knife (laughs) <laughs> they got one as a Christmas present, and they're like, man, this is a wonderful knife. Yeah, it was it. Thank it was a three-minute so movie. Uh, we watched somebody unwrap a knife, and then they said, this is a wonderful knife. And we went, uh, ah, they said it. And then ah, the credits rolled. We're like, credits. ah, they said the thing. Yep. Yeah, it's a wonderful knife. It's uh, <laughs> kind of like it's a wonderful life, but now there's a knife involved. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, a holiday horror movie, uh, horror comedy uh, and, uh, I don't know what else to say about it. It's, uh, it's a holiday. Man, we really have forgotten how to do this podcast. We can't <laughs> ever take a two-week break again, ever, Michelle. It's just not... That, that's fair. Not you know, something when I we watched, can ever allow. When I watched the 77-year-old It's a Wonderful Life from 1946, I was like, man, this would be so much better with a knife in it. So I'm really glad that they brought it back. And they're just like, you know what? Same movie, but now some stabbing. Love yeah, that. Is, That's what it was missing. Yeah, this, uh, this uh, you know, Jimmy Stewart, he's he's a pretty all right fellow. But if he were being chased by a psychotic killer, it would have been, you know, just just that exactly. extra. 
that extra level. Yeah. Michelle, uh, do you want to uh, share the uh, uh, the shutter summary of this movie for folks? I know it was real short. It's a little, uh, like, very vaguely spoilery, but look, everybody knows the It's a Wonderful Life story, right? So, you know, it's, it's if you don't, I'm sorry. If you don't know, look, I, this one, this one's on you. Yeah, exactly. So we're about <laughs> to spoil It's a Wonderful Life and It's a Wonderful Knife. Um, not so much It's a Wonderful Knife. Don't be scared. We still have an actual spoiler section. But oh, sure. the description from Shudder does give you a little bit of info, and here it is. A year after saving her town from a psychotic killer, Winnie Carruthers finds herself in a nightmare parallel universe where, without her, things are much, much worse. It's a wonderful life, knife edition. <laughs> a Shudder original. Exclusive. exclusive. Is it an exclusive? Yep, I'm looking at the website. Oh, I also thought God. original. How dare they? I know. But yeah. Well, wonderful. it's a wonderful knife. Know, it's a wonderful knife. That's what we're talking about today. Uh, Michelle, uh, would you like to hit us with your spoiler-free thoughts about It's a Wonderful Knife? Yeah, absolutely. This starts out super strong. Um, I'm a huge fan of Christmas. I know. I'm a basic bitch. I can't help myself. Any Christmas movie is just going to get to me, even like those really sappy romantic ones. I watched a romantic movie, cried my eyes out yesterday. I'm just in the feel good, ho ho holiday spirit. Um, it does get messy, which happens with these types of stories where you're doing like a what if they're there? What if they're not there? What if they're traveling through time? That kind of thing. It's not as solid as I wish it had been, but it's really high quality for what it does have um i'm gonna go kind of down the middle a little bit more positive uh we'll go with the 3.5 from me 3.5 on the five skull scale for it's a wonderful knife from michelle that's a positive score for sure yeah uh i uh did not have any idea what to expect uh going into this all i knew is it was a, a holiday themed uh horror comedy and uh, I had a good time with this. Uh, I I agree with you. It uh, it kind of gets a little muddled and slow in the in the middle. Uh, but I thought uh, the 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 first chunk of it, especially the first uh, uh, twelve or thirteen minutes before the title card, is fantastic. Uh, there are a couple little things about it that I just uh, couldn't get out of my head and kept jumping up. To, like, for example, we'll talk about the costume for the, the, the killer in this in a moment. Yes, we will. Uh, but, uh, uh, no, overall, I thought this was a good time. Look, there are there plot holes? Yeah, of course there are. Uh, with, uh, with a movie like this, you know, um, are there, there are things that, uh, that just kind of get, uh, get ignored periodically? Sure. Is it a perfect film? No. Is it something that I would give five skulls to? No. It is something that I would give four skulls to because, again, I had a great time with it. I thought the kills were great. It reminded me a lot of, uh, like a weird crossover between, uh, like, uh, uh, an 80s, uh, uh, holiday slasher film, uh, with a little bit more modern kind of, uh, you know, I, I th think about like a movie like Shaun of the Dead, where it's a horror comedy, but there's there's some real heart there, right? It's not comedy based on the splatter, 
uh, entirely, and there's a little bit more of that. That I, I liked this. I had a good time. Four skulls. Okay, that gives us a 3.75 skulls out of five. I One of these days, I want to see this skull pile. Now that AI can make art, I want to see what AI thinks 3.75 skull rating looks like. I'm going to type that in right after this call. I am, I'm making a note. You can't do it, Michelle. You got to stop feeding information into the AI engines. Knock it off. Oh, I'm feeding fake information into the robot to make up for it. <laughs> I've been trying to educate it incorrectly. That is my way of fighting as, back. As far as the, the robot is concerned, there is no incorrect information. Exactly. Tell it whatever it wants. And it's like, humans don't lie. That's a thing I know from my programming. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Spoiler we section. Yeah, we, you guys, if you want to go see this movie before we, we tear it apart in depth, you're going to want to pause the episode right about now. Please make sure you come back and listen to the rest <laughs> of it. Or, or I don't know. Oh, you got to start with the comeback part. They're already gone. They're like, pause, um, it's done. I was commanded. Are we? We didn't we say still, Simon uh, says. We're we're still beating this joke into the ground, Michelle. We are. We are. <laughs> One and Look, a half years into this, this I still principal, think it's principle funny. of comedy right here. You never know. Yeah, there might be people in the audience who have seen your show before, but there might be people in the audience who have never seen it, and they're more important. Oh shit, that's not what I meant to say. I love you all, guys. I, please don't turn us off. Keep listening. You're the best. Yeah. Spoiler keep us section. turned on. <laughs> no. Wait. Wait. Oh, that's the wrong choice of words, Michelle. We should find. No, nope, that key. was the correct choice. Was it? Of okay. Words. Well. All yep. right then. This okay. is the spoiler section now. Uh, how do we still have a podcast? Unbelievable. Because nobody will stop us. That's how. Michelle, do you want? They've to... tried. Is this is. is is this the part of the episode where normally then you would summarize everything yeah. for the people who who didn't watch the movie for whatever reason, Jenna? You got it, good buddy. And Jenna, uh, we will go ahead and sum it up. She's going to get so mad at me. She didn't respond to One my of message these days, a couple Mich hours ago. Michelle and I periodically get great ideas for t-shirts that we hope to someday make and have as merch for the podcast. We should just get a t-shirt that just says Jenna. <laughs> and just because it would be like and not like, let Jenna have one. Well, like and like have our logo on it also somewhere so people know it's referencing oh. the podcast. Like like I we guess. could take it and we could put our logo right on the back between the shoulders. Right. Just a small version of the logo. But then on the front, just in white letters, it just says Jenna. I love it. People will be like, is your name Jenna? And just very deadpan. No. She can be and like, not Will elaborate. you fucking people quit talking about me? Jesus. <laughs> no, Jenna, you're great, and I we get you, to Jenna. bully you. Anyway, okay. Michelle, tell these people what the happens story. in this film. Yeah, so uh, apparently there is a Christmas moon night, and he's mad and stabbing everybody. Yes, that is a great costume. It's great. Anytime you have Justin Long in a movie, you know something's bad's going to happen to him. I love that. Are his eyeballs getting taken away? Is he now suddenly a walrus? What's happening? Oh shit, he's a homicidal moon knight. Did With not see that one coming. Weird fake teeth. Yes. Oh my god. Yes, I I could not stop staring at his teeth. 
love Justin Long. So Justin Long's there. He's the mayor. And then he's like, hey, I want this old dude's house because or no, he's maybe not the mayor. He's maybe just an important uh, real estate figure. Right. I don't know the society of this small town. He's, he's very not the important. Mayor. He's not the mayor till, no. the, till other things. Yeah. He's a guy with too much power because that's how small towns work. So he's got all these lots uh, that he's bought, but he wants one more because this guy has been holding out. And he's like, no, fuck you, Justin Long. And Justin Long's like, haha, no, fuck you. And he stabs him. And then he decides to stab a couple more people. And then the main girl, Winnie, she makes him stop stabbing when she takes some jumper cables and she attaches them to him. And now he's well done. You know that you should stop a steak when it's medium rare, but she didn't know. So she just kept going. And he's probably not as delicious as he should have been. And then she like takes his mask off and she's like, oh, my God, this is an Oscar Isaac. This is Justin Long. And she's very confused. <laughs> but then a year later, it's Christmas again. And her family is kind of dicks about it. They're like, whatever. We don't care that your best friend was murdered a year ago. And she was like, I care. Also, why did you get me this pink tracksuit? It is not the early 2000s. And her mom is like, honey, the early 2000s are coming back. And when he's like, hell no. No, I don't want low rise jeans that are basically going to show off my everything if I bend a little too incorrectly. Her mom's like, sorry, honey, that's how retro clothing works. And then Winnie's like, fuck, no, don't you ever call my childhood retro again. How dare you? And then she leaves and then she wishes upon a star that she was never born, except the star is the northern lights because, you know, whatever. Fuck it. We don't care. And uh, now she's living in a world where she doesn't exist. But who does exist? Justin Long. He wasn't killed in this other universe. And his dumbass brother is the sheriff. And they're very funny and incompetent. And she's like, whoa, Justin Long's still here? He killed my brother in this new universe. And I don't like that. So I'm going to find a way to take Justin Long down. And then she's trying to tell her dad, Joel McHale, that, hey, your boss killed my brother. And he's like, bitch, I don't know you. And she's like, yes, you do. You're my father. And he's like, this is a nightmare. And then she stabs Justin Long when he's dressed up as Moon Knight. But it wasn't Justin Long. It was her father in this alternate universe her dad's now doing justin long's bidding and then there's a whole thing at the town center where justin long is like haha i win and she's like no you did not and then there's this other lady and her name is bernie and she was gonna kill herself and then she confesses to winnie that she was gonna kill herself and Winnie's like you shouldn't do that by the way i'm going back to my own time and then she goes back to her time and everything's fine except for the people who died at the beginning of the movie and then uh bernie also not not dead somehow remembers Winnie and now they're just happy lesbian couple. It's a wonderful knife. The end. Yeah, I think that uh, that was a really solid Michelle. You get just better and better and better at summarizing these films all the time. I uh, I try to pay attention. Uh, there were making there were an effort. I try to put that. Well, that's probably good. If you're going to have a movie review podcast, you should at least make people think. That you paid yeah. attention. I think you did really well I don't well always. There. I Here's what I want to hit on right away, Michelle, because, yeah. like I said, overall, this was an enjoyable movie. Uh, it has uh, some, some pretty obvious... I don't even want to call them flaws, right? There are just places where the people who were making this movie knew what they were making, and they were like... We, we don't need to explain this, right? It's, this isn't the kind of movie where you expect an explanation from everything. Now, obviously, we don't want things to go completely off the rails. But I got to ask you if maybe I missed something. And from the way you described it there, I don't think I did. 
how or why does Bernie remember everything that happened when the idea here is this is an alternate universe and that's not the same Bernie? I have no fucking clue. No okay. idea. Cool. I thought maybe they both traveled back to this other universe, but then where would that Bernie have gone? And right. I thought maybe she was showing up to be like, hey, you remember me from the party yesterday or whenever that was. And I mm-hmm. remembered who you were. And I thought that would make sense. Like she goes to form a friendship with Bernie now, knowing what they can be. But it definitely does not seem like that. It seems like they remember each other. And yeah. I don't understand. It's just that Christmas fucking magic. That happens all the time. Right. You know, right. just sprinkle a little Christmas dust and everybody remembers <laughs> everyone else. <laughs> Don't yeah. fucking so say I just, Nick. I, yeah, I wanted to get that because, again, uh, I have been known to occasionally miss a detail. Uh, sometimes Michelle picks up things that I don't. Sometimes I pick up things that she doesn't. And I just wanted to make sure there wasn't something. So, cool. We're on the same page. Again, like I said, it's a kind of movie where... I don't care, right? I, like, like that's the whole point. Is is it's a, it's a, if you could make a horror movie that was like a Hallmark Channel family friendly horror movie, somehow this would be it, right? Like it's uh it's very lighthearted. Uh, it's 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 funny at times. Uh, the slasher elements are are really effective and really well done. Some of these kills are fantastic. That uh, one dude, like she's the one, the like, chick is making out with that dude, and then she's oh, like, "Oh, what did you, what did you have for dinner?" He tastes disgusting. And then you see his mouth leaking blood, and then a giant sharpened candy cane gets railed through the back of his fucking head, right out of his mouth. That was. Uh, that was, in fact, I think that was probably the a number one kill in this movie for me. Is there one that you can think of that you thought was better? I actually really like that one too because yeah, all I could think dope. is like, what would someone else's minty blood taste like? And if you're making out with them and suddenly you have a mouth, because when she pulls back, there's blood on her mouth. It was not a hint of right. blood. It was full of minty blood, and I'm just like, oh god, that would be the worst. That's, yeah, so I, I really enjoy that. Um, I do also like when they kill Moon Knight by cooking him. Yeah, I thought that that's, was really fun. That's yeah. the other thing is the instant this dude shows up, I'm like, why is Moon Knight a serial killer? I don't get I it. I love it, though. Like, uh, I Moon, love and, and it. He, he, so I want to ask you something about that, too, because, mm-hmm. uh, s- spoiler alert, uh, guys, if this is your first time listening to one of our episodes, we just bounce around all over the place. Uh, and I'm a so, very bouncy uh, person. Like so, bigger. when uh, bouncy, 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 fun, 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 yeah. fun. That's me. The most wonderful thing about Tiggers is we're the only one. Anyway, yep. Uh, Both so of us I, together are Tigger. Here's another question for you that I gotta ask. Yeah. So, yeah. when she goes into the alternate universe, the alternate timeline, uh, there's a, uh. uh the Christmas tree has an angel. So the town is called Angel Falls, and they've started. We find out that they call the killer the angel. And then on top of the Christmas tree in the town square, there's an angel, but it looks like the killer. And so is the idea that the angel killer is called the angel killer. Because for some reason he dressed up to look like that weird angel on the town Christmas tree. 
Or did they put a fucking effigy or whatever of the angel killer on top of the town Christmas tree? Because that seems kind of fucked up. Well, I think you're asking the big who came first, the chicken or the egg thing. Like, did the angel killer come first or did the angel on the Christmas tree? Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, If you're polite, that's how it works. Uh, But I think near the end, maybe maybe they should. (laughs) Anyway. Um, I did not just my say that. Oh my universe. god, I'm such a fucking child. <laughs> we both are. It's a wonderful knife. Um, oh, it is. So it is a wonderful knife. This is where I definitely checked out a little bit. Is where the town gathers and they have like glowing eyes a little bit, and they're putting the angel on the tree, and it seems kind of cult like. So I think they did build an effigy to this killer and that's why everybody's so chill about it but adding that element was super weird for me and I kind of went I don't care about this logic anymore because yeah you're right why that's why it makes me think maybe maybe the because look anytime you're dealing with alternate dimensions or time travel there's gonna be like it's inevitable that you're gonna run it so Maybe because the impression we got here was that uh, this was like an alter, at least that I got was that this is an alternate universe situation, probably from that description where it says she finds herself in a nightmare parallel universe. Uh, But I think if we think about this more as an alternate timeline thing, maybe the idea is that she didn't go back to her own universe like the timeline rewound uh, to the point where where she was previously, and when Bernie got rewound, she can't. I, why would she still keep? I I don't know, but uh, uh, yeah, I just I thought that was super because there's that moment where uh, they kill her dad, her her uh, not dad dad as she describes him. Uh, uh, they find out her not dad dad is in the angel costume, and then they start talking about how like. Oh, we somehow made it even worse as if that, like, you know, didn't send her to an alternate, uh, like a third alternate dimension. So it seems like, again, maybe they're just flip-flopping around between parallel universes and alternate timelines, and maybe it doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, so you're trying to put a little bit too much science into this Christmas well, magic. It's <laughs> all just some North Pole bullshit. <laughs> you're absolutely right. Uh, but uh, no, it was it was fun. Uh, I I did really enjoy Weirdo. I thought she was phenomenal. I may or may not have had a moment where I was like, JD, your 43 year old man, knock it off. She was she's charming she's and awesome. Type. I I want to I want to see a movie where that actress and I I'm sorry I it was I believe that was Jess McCloud. Uh I want to see her play the the older sibling of somebody played by Emma Myers because I think they look a lot alike and they're also both adorable. Uh I think that would be cool. Uh I I don't really know even a lot to say about this. Uh, it reminded me like I said a lot of of classic 80s uh, holiday horror films. I think it's real effective. Uh, it's not not scary in the least. It's kind of bloody, but that's all there. It's not gory. You know, there aren't guts and everything it's spilling out blood. along the way. A lot of mm-hmm. blood. A lot of blood, but that's, that's as significant as it gets. Uh, a little bit of a neck wound when he kills the cigarette smoking man from, uh, from the X-Files there at the beginning. Uh, or no, that wasn't the cigarette. Yeah, that was the smoking man. Yeah. 
Not deep throat. I believe that was, you. That was the smoking man. But uh, no, um, it's uh, it a good time. I think it's a it's a good one to to maybe crack out. You know, in those days when the holidays roll around, and you're like, you want to watch some kind of fun holiday horror film, but uh, also don't want to have to get too significantly invested in something. It's just quality work. Everybody making it clearly was having a good time. I had a good time. What else? What else is there to say? It started out super solid. Um, I think if they had taken out a little bit of the complexity, actually a lot of the complexity, it would have been yeah. way more enjoyable in that second half. Um, I did really like that we got the killer reveal uh, very early in the movie. So I thought we were going to see like, you know, this is a play on It's a Wonderful Life, but maybe we're going to see something brand new and refreshing. Refreshing. We're not spending the whole time trying to figure out who this killer is. But that did mean that when she went to the alternate universe, I immediately went, oh, yeah, it's your dad. Uh, yeah, you absolutely. I know what's going on. All of that said, um, we said that, you know, we enjoyed this, but that there were some uh, spotty moments in yeah. the story. But Michael Kennedy just got to give a shout out to his other movie, Freaky, because that is a great movie. So definitely got capable uh, writing skills in him this just got a little bit muddy which will happen with this type but god damn i love freaky it yeah is so I, good and i think a, a decent amount of of what muddied it is uh um maybe a, a little bit too much uh of the uh of, of the adherence to the the kind of parallels to uh to it's a wonderful life uh, I did like, I, I thought, especially in the writing again, I thought that was clever, the way they turned it into, like, this is almost like a, uh, like, in fact, I w can't, wouldn't even say almost, it's not just a horror comedy, it's a horror romantic comedy, right? Like, it's a, it's a meat cute in the middle of a murder spree, uh, and uh, uh, that's a quote that should be on the poster for this movie, frankly. Shudder, are you listening? It's a meat cute in the middle of a murder spree. There you Great. go. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I also do like, though, that uh, it only was attached to that gimmick so far, right? And I liked the element of uh, the twist on it where they were like, oh, it turns out you were Clarence the whole time, uh, and she was uh, uh, the one being saved. I liked that. I thought, you know, for that kind of movie, I thought it was really cleverly written, really solid. Uh, not anything that anybody's gonna like, oh my god, this is a mind-blowing, but like I was saying before, uh, clearly everybody involved here had a good time, or if they didn't, they did a great job of making me believe they did, uh, it's just a good, fun time holiday horror movie for those of us who, uh, like horror, but also like to have a little fun at Christmas. Yeah, you gotta like Christmas to like this movie. There's oh, for sure. who just hate Christmas, and oh man, they do not like it. They're like, why the fuck is this out? And I'm like, because it's December. Right. That's why. Let us be in the Christmas spirit. I'm gonna put my Christmas tree this upcoming week. I am so excited. My cats are gonna knock all the shit off of there. I'm so excited for that. I'm gonna put up some lights. I'm gonna bake some sugar cookies. I'm getting in the Christmas spirit i'm gonna wear my fucking santa hat for three weeks straight do it i'm all holly jolly in this bitch i'm so I, excited i uh i, I do want to point out that also just a small thing about this movie that just makes me love it a little bit more is as soon as uh, i i saw that moment where uh where bernie gives winnie that look in the movie theater uh and then they hold hands i was like man 
there are some people out there who were loving this movie who just completely turned the corner on it just because of that. This is a movie that some people are just going to hate for no other reason than because uh, it has a, a, uh, a homosexual uh, or, or non-heterosexual uh, storyline involved. And that sort of thing always makes me happy is when the people who have a problem with that get their fucking feathers ruffled. For example, I, I can't confirm that that's why this happened, but there is a review on the Shutter website. I'm not going to give this person name the time of day. It's a one-skull review. It's one sentence, and this just says, This movie ruined my day. And, like, that... First of all, if any movie in the world can ruin your day, my friend, that's on you. Oh, you are a hypocrite, JD. I've got some of your conversations. Oh, no, but the movies have ruined my day, and it's on me every time. I, so I won't I deny that. But uh, uh, but I, I just I feel in my bones that this is somebody who just really wants to go off about how, why has everybody got to be queer in these movies these days? Why has everything got to have a female? Well, first of all, it's a horror movie, dude. They've had female protagonist for a long time anyway i'm in an imaginary world conversation with myself michelle you should probably stop me i just love a surprise lesbian just any movie you throw a woman oh no jd are you okay i am i just almost spit taked my my coke zero it's like a surprise lesbian should be the name of something oh my god (laughs) That would be just that any would be movie, a, and I'm like, oh, nice. Michelle, that's, that, that would be a fantastic stand-up comedy album title, Surprise Lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I wish I was a surprise lesbian. Well, I guess there's still time, and then I truly, my husband would be like, what the fuck? I'd be like, sorry, but I have to do it for the comedy album. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> we we have to get divorced, or else we have to change our entire relationship dynamic, oh, no, and I hope no, you're okay with that. No, don't get a divorce, Michelle. Keep your, keep your marriage, even if it's a sham so that you can keep your your benefits i do well i'm the one providing the benefits oh well so then man you 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 hold all the power in this relationship i do i'm a powerful bitch i'm not (laughs) i'm the one who like sometimes will go and interrupt his world of warcraft game so that he can hug me because i saw something on the tv that made me cry for a while that's been happening (laughs) a lot lately i have been just a sad mopey person where I'm just like I saw some people who were in love on Netflix and I'll never have that and I'm saying that to my to husband, your husband. Like, what and I'm like we're never gonna have a disease where we can't be near each other or else we'll die and therefore our relationship is not the same as theirs in five feet apart they have the true love going on and we'll never have that because we just enjoy each other's company and have a productive relationship and a great method of communication i'd rather have a disease where we can't be within five feet of each other <laughs> this is this is therapy with michelle it took oh, us a while to get to a therapy portion that's fantastic oh man uh, not for there him was, poor husband <laughs> there was a, a, a another review here that i'm trying to find here it is. Uh, this one also just made me giggle. I'm not going to read this person's name. This was a two-skull review uh, on the Shutter website. It says, 
and this is why I wanted to read it. It says, no bullshit, this movie might play better if you've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. My man, go fuck yourself. It's so clearly supposed to be a parody. This parody of that movie would be better if you had never seen the movie that it's parodying. Maybe you just didn't get the movie, my friend. I saw that and I was like, hang on, would it play better? I don't think it would. Especially those moments where they're like, oh, wait, no, you were Clarence the whole time. Everybody'd be like, who the fuck is Clarence? I was about to say, I actually think this is one that you don't have to have context of It's a Wonderful Life to, to enjoy. No, I don't no, think there was don't. enough like parodying it where it's like, I have to know what they're they're referencing. So I could kind of see what they're getting at if they're like, I don't want to compare this to a classic film. That perspective I get. I think, but if they're like, I think he's suggesting this movie was totally predictable because I've seen it before when it was called It's a Wonderful Life. I like yeah, to the imagine there's a guy running around murdering people right, in the right. original 1946 classic. Right. That's I like my to favorite part I like to that. imagine this two skull reviewer on the Shutter website that that was their thought process. You just like to hate everybody based on their comments. And I try to be a little bit optimistic about it. And then you're like, no. And I'm like, I know people are awful. I know I'm trying to be a rainbow sparkly lady. I've been crying a lot lately. Let me have hope in the world. It's Christmas. It is Christmas, Michelle. Right have, now? It's Christmas? Uh, uh, so this is so. Christmas. What have we done? Cool. I'm not, I'm not going to do that, guys. I'm not going to do fair. that. That's well, we, we, we hobbled through our first episode after a two-week break. Again, Michelle, please remind me if I ever suggested that we never do this again. Uh, we clearly cannot we take any record? time off. No, that we never take a break of, of more than oh, six yeah. uh, of more than one week between episode to episode. Yeah. We can't ever take a break like that again. It ruined us, sort of. It felt so weird. Where I just kept looking at my calendar and being like, I still have eleven days until we have to record again. I'm like, what the fuck am I yeah. gonna do with my time? You know what I did with my time? Watch Dave a lot the of diver. No, well, that too. I got through my entire November watch list, which included some holdovers from Spooktober. So I'm excited. I'm going into December with only 60 movies to see. And that means I get to start working through some of my TV show backlog. And I'm so fucking excited. This is the true Christmas miracle. Um, but what I've also been doing is Dave the Diver. I'm obsessed Video game nerds, where are you at? During the day, you dive, you explore the ocean, you catch fish, you collect seashells. At night, you run a sushi restaurant and you serve those fish to your customers. It's beautiful artwork. The music is so good. It's got a solid story. I'm super into the gameplay. I'm a completionist and it lets me keep, in a, keep track of an encyclopedia where I know what kind of fish I captured already. And yesterday, while I was playing, I ate some tuna. So I felt like I was right there in the ocean with Dave, Dave the Diver. I found out about it from Game of the Year. Fucking great game, Dave so, the Diver. Let me get this straight, Michelle. Yeah. Uh, in this in this particular video game, instead of being an imaginary character in an imaginary setting, committing imaginary violence against imaginary other living things this is a game where the whole point is just like 
We're going to pretend to murder fish and exploit them for our profit and benefit. Oh, yeah. They bleed and everything. It's a little unsettling <laughs> because uh, <laughs> I, I we not... haven't talked about much, but oh, I, Jesus, I do like go back and forth. This than I was expecting. No, I do go back and forth between trying to be a little bit more vegetarian, reducing my meat intake, still being a vegetarian. But like there's some times where I'm like, fuck, I don't want to kill this octopus, but I do want to get level 10 on this dish and I need him to enhance it. So I feel awful about killing the octopuses. I I hate it. but, But yet you don't stop. No, God, no, because I'm Dave and I have a mission and I need to have the best sushi restaurant. Please, please be clear. JD is a meat eater. I just wanted to give Michelle hell about how she's promoting a video game where you're just like, oh, let's just slaughter fish and exploit yeah, them. Yeah, for... the, the octopus bleeds blue. It's so realistic and it really hurts my heart. As you know, sometimes I like to play vegan's advocate. That's just a thing that I do. That's fair. That's fair. I don't eat octopus in real life. It makes me feel awful. Have you, you know what? I, Fuck I, that. I'm Dave. I've never had octopus, but I have eaten squid. Have you had squid? Little calamaris. I've had all the fish. Yeah, I'll ah. I'll eat I eat squid sometimes. I can't help it. Oh, oh um, fried calamari. Octopus, octopus. I won't eat. I don't even like it. And yeah. I don't know if maybe I did like it, and I've tricked myself into not liking it. But they're too smart. It makes me feel bad. Um, I try not to eat pork for the same reason. I don't care what other people do. But uh, pigs and octopuses are just like a little too smart. My favorite. Oh thing... God, we're gonna get people who are actually vegan who are mad my, at me. I'm sorry. My... I'm working towards it. <laughs> my uh, my favorite thing about the fried calamaris is every now and then when you get some fried calamari, you get the one where it's like just a whole ring of tentacles off in like a weird like crackly shape, and that's like it's like oh I'm eating a little Cthulhu. Those weird Lovecraft yeah. tentacles just going off all out in the space. Like, I, I don't know. I just sometimes I like my to first time eat having tentacles. squid. We were at a Greek restaurant, and this is when I was in high school. And my friend, it was literally just small squid that had been deep fried. It was the full body, yeah, yeah. all the tentacles, uh-huh. and uh, not They're like delicious. in a ring shape or anything. And uh, so she picked it up, and the breading had fallen off of its face so she could see its eyeballs. And she's like, I see you, and then just ate it, and I was done. I was not having <laughs> any more. I was like, man, that had been kind of delicious. But then I was like, no, I don't need my food looking back at me. Oh, God. So oh, God. welcome to our new podcast. It's called vegan. We Eat Seafood. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is how quickly awful. things can derail in this world, guys. Yeah. It's uh, Some of you already know. Some of you might be just finding out. Michelle, what are we watching next week? Oh, fuck. The Sacrifice Game? Do I remember the Sacrifice Game, yes. Oh, my the God. Sacrifice I can't remember. I actually realized I remembered. Oh, my God. My brain's just off in the ocean right now, so I was... I'm just surfing in my yeah. head right now. Guys, it's okay. uh, it's it's late. Well, We're getting to this one later is. than we usually do. It's been a heck of a week. Uh, yeah. I had uh, I had two uh, JD sometimes hosts private trivia events for corporate gatherings. It's holiday season. Today I hosted two games, and in the second game I suggested that I would like to uh, catch and grill and eat the players like salmon in the ocean. Because I thought that would be a funny thing to say. It it went about as well as this just did. No, so it's, it's, it's the whole thing. These guys were like, our team is like the Salmonites. And I was like, 
Because it was the it was this company called Salmon's Group, and it's S A M M O N S. And I was like, "Oh, wait, do you mean like Salmon's like your company, or Salmon's like the fish?" And then they were like, "I don't know." And I was like, "You guys are cooler than them fish anyway. Plus, I don't want to grill and eat you." And they just, I have gone on for wait, Michelle. You need to stop me when I do this, please. Everybody's just like, what the? A a podcast business card, and you're like, yeah, we're here. What the fuck is this guy rambling about? Man, this is. Oh, man. If we had an HR department, they would call you into the office and be like, you are not representing the podcast company very well. And like, then bitch, I am like, the podcast no, company. I was going to say, he's representing it perfectly. And she'd be like, you hired me for this reason. I'd be like, you're fired. And she'd be like, okay, this is a weird gig anyway. Why do you need one full-time HR employee but nobody else? I'd be like, for the power trip. Um, yeah, it's so yeah. Uh, we got okay. we got the whole well, structure planned out here. JD's the founder and Michelle is the CEO. That's how this all works out. Oh, nice! I would prefer <laughs> to be the CEO. Well, that's I like because, because, because I mean we all know who also who, who really has the power and who who actually keeps the wheels running on this thing. I'm the, the I'm octopuses. The, I'm the I'm the spiritual I'm the spiritual guide of this, and then Michelle's the one who actually makes it happen. <laughs> you show up to the board of director meetings in like. A Hawaiian shirt and flip flops. Yeah, and like oh, the the founder's I'm that back. Dude. He's got to have dude. a say. You you like flop down that, at the uh, executive table, that, put your feet up on it. And like that second Tron movie where the dude just like breaks into his own building, and then they're like, "Oh, it's you." Except I'm. It'd be like that crossed with the Big Lebowski. Yeah, I just show up and be like, "Oh, up, yeah." You got dude vibes. I just I be that. like. Just be like, Michelle, things still cool? And she'd be like, yeah, it's all good. And I'll be like, sweet, I'm going home. And I'd be like, I just lied to him. We are way over budget. That's we right. We need to get rid of some of these interns. And then That's, the interns are all octopuses who I look, felt bad the, turning down. At the end of the day, the only reason a founder hires a CEO is because I just want somebody to lie to me and make me feel like everything's all right anyway. And then when it all falls apart, you take the fall. So, you know. Well, J.D., I have great news for you. Our <laughs> podcast is the best podcast in the world, and everyone loves us immensely. Everybody has also stopped listening. They're like, they're done talking about the movie. They're just going to ramble until this fades out one way or the other, and they're pretty much right. Well, there's not much more to say then except say good night, J.D. Good night, J.D. We Watch Shudder is a production of Rat Factory Media, your home for all of today's Rat Factoryist podcasts. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of We Watch Shudder are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Rat Factory Media. But wait, aren't Rat Factory Media and We Watch Shudder the same people? Shut your cake hole, Charlie. Nobody asked you. We Watch Shudder is available free on all major podcast platforms, and the easiest way to support We Watch Shudder is also free. Just leave a rating and review on your platform of choice. Merge your consciousness with ours on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We're at We Watch Shutter on all those social media platforms. Or find us the old-fashioned way on the web at WeWatchShutter.com or by email at mail at WeWatchShutter.com. Heck, you can even leave us a voicemail at 701-566-9510. No, seriously, 701-566-9510. Try it if you dare.